Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon? You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. of job seekers say the biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications. This according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be lonely, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding that job that fits you. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location nearest you at ExpressPros.com. No fees for somebody seeking a job. Visit ExpressPros.com. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Welcome to the program. Already in progress. It's hour two on this Monday. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Glad to have you. Stay as long as you can. You can watch on Peacock. If you don't have it, you can download the app. It's really simple. It take you 30 seconds. You can watch all three hours absolutely free. We say good morning to our great radio affiliates around the country. Chat row. And if you'd like, get in touch, you can, as we always do every Monday, best and worst of the weekend. Alabama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State, A&M, Oklahoma, Florida, Cincinnati on the outside looking in. College football playoff committee can explain their choices all day long, but we know that this isn't an exact science. We've talked about it. After Alabama, Clemson, Ohio State, and Notre Dame, um, the Irish have a similar resume to Texas A&M. And we know the committee likes certain teams in the big conferences. Two-loss Oklahoma jumped up to number six ahead of undefeated Cincinnati. And they offer up their reasons, but they don't always stand up. Ohio State played six games, the eye test, uh, but they're a blue blood. And you want them in there. Great fan base. They got some players who are going to play on Sunday next year. Um, they didn't want Alabama versus AM, And I think that AM fans need to realize that. If they were getting in, the committee, I know that I've, I've said it and I sound like I'm crazy when I say it, but so much goes into this is a TV show. You don't want blowouts. They hope they don't get them. It doesn't mean that they won't get them. And you might get that with Notre Dame and Alabama. Remember, computers used to do this. The computers were not thinking that this was a TV show. When the BCS was deciding one versus two. That was the computer got all the information. There was, the human touch was not involved in it other than feeding the information into a computer. Now you have humans who are looking at this going, do we want A&M versus Alabama again? 
People would rather tune in to Notre Dame getting blown out by Alabama than A&M getting blown out by Alabama. If that happened, I think we could all predict what was going to happen. There was nothing. We didn't get any chaos in college football. You know, Florida went toe-to-toe with Alabama. I would love to see Florida and Alabama play again, believe it or not. If it comes down to Notre Dame versus Clemson, I would have liked to have seen that again. But these are the final four. We'll make the best of it, and hopefully we get some good games. I mean, that's really all you can ask for. I feel like the system's flawed only because it's rigged that these other schools actually think they have a chance, and they don't. And that's where they, they need to find a way to go either acknowledge them, let them in, expand the playoffs, or just basically say, we're just letting the power conferences in. That's it. But I think you're going to see expansion, and I think the momentum that has been building here, not only this year, but maybe last year, and they'll expand to eight teams. Um, I was talking to my college football source over the weekend, and he said it's inevitable. The question is, the Power Five conferences, ESPN, you have a contract here. Do you open it up? Do you wait until 2023 or 2024 and then go, now we're going to expand the playoffs? I don't think they can wait that long. I think you have an opportunity, and you're able to expand the playoffs. And, yes, you're going to get blowouts, but you got a blowout against Notre Dame and Clemson. It's going to happen. There are two great programs in America, Alabama and Clemson. Whoever plays them, they're, they're ripe to be blown out. A&M is the sixth team in the country. They got blown out. Clemson, number two, or Notre Dame, number two, getting blown out by Clemson. It happens. It's going to happen because there's a big disparity between those programs. Hopefully we get competitive games. That's all I ask for. I got to have my Heisman vote in by 5 o'clock today, and I struggled with it over the weekend. I watched uh, the Alabama-Florida game from start to finish. I watched a lot of Clemson, certainly in the first half, trying to figure out where Trevor Lawrence fits in, Devontae Smith, the Alabama wide receiver, Mac Jones, the quarterback, I watched Ball State and Buffalo because I wanted to give some love to Jarrett uh, Patterson, and they lost, and he didn't play well. Like He was one of those, he's had an unbelievable year, 1,000 yards in five games, and is he looks like he could be a, like a Darren Sproles type in the NFL, but a, a whole lot of fun. But uh, Buffalo lost to Ball State. You know, you're looking for those players from schools that may not get a whole lot of recognition. And uh, I always like to do that with the third person on my ballot. But I'll, uh, and I can't tell you who I'm voting for. I've been asked not to. Those of us who are voting, the uh, Heisman Trust said, don't tell people who you're voting for, I guess, prior to the deadline. So uh, I will certainly acknowledge that. And, uh, you know, I I take it very seriously. And, uh, I, it's an honor to be able to do it. All right, some other headlines here. Cleveland Browns won last night, and I wanted to go back and look at what Baker Mayfield has done because John Dorsey was the GM of the Browns, and he's the one that said, we're taking Baker Mayfield number one overall. Surprised everybody. But, you know, in his last four games, uh, 10 touchdowns, and, you know, the Browns, uh, one one interception, Um 
So he's playing well. Um, he's, he's playing smart, I should say. And that's what I want out of him. This is an Oklahoma. You're not going against Big 12 defenses here. You got to be smart. You got a good running attack. You got some weapons. You got a couple of defensive players who can make some plays. And this is a team that will be dangerous in the postseason, I believe, if they stick to the script. It's when they don't stick to the script, they're vulnerable. And last night, they beat the Giants. I'm looking at the Cowboys. Now, I know the Cowboys were my preseason pick to go to the Super Bowl. They got the Eagles and the Giants. They're 5-9. and nine. Cowboys are playing okay. Going against the Eagles. And then they got the Giants. Could the Cowboys make the playoffs here? <laughs> I watched a lot of the Eagles against the Cardinals. That was my favorite game because I wanted to see Jalen Hurts and uh, Kyler Murray, and it was back and forth. It was uh, it was a lot of fun there. Um, I watched in amazement the Jets um, against the Rams because I kept thinking the Jets are the the Jets look like they're the playoff team, and the Rams look like they're the winless team. Like there's no life there. And I don't, I don't know how you explain that. But uh, here's Sean McVay, the Rams head coach, trying to. This loss will demoralize us only as much as we allow it to. It's going to be embarrassing. Sick to your stomach about it. Uh, but we do have two games left, and, and we've got to find a way to respond and rebound on a short week. Yeah, that was one of those where you go, that just happened. It truly, the Jets are in a victory formation. Here is uh, Sam Darnold, the uh, Jets quarterback. I mean, it's the greatest feeling in sports, you know, to be able to ice the game out and, and know we had it. I mean, it's the best, you know, for, you know, just that drive alone. You know, we knew we couldn't give it back to them. Um, and for us to be able to execute when we really needed to. I mean, that was obviously something we haven't done all year. He's a good quarterback. The potential to be a good quarterback. He's athletic. Um you know, I just don't know what it does to your confidence level. When you show up for work every week, every day, and you know you're probably going to lose. And then he got hurt, uh, lost his job. Joe Flacco came in. You lose your defensive coordinator. You know your head coach is dead man walking here. You know that the Jets fans are hoping you lose the game because then you get Trevor Lawrence. But in true Jets form, they win. And now the Jacksonville Jaguars are on the clock. All right, we'll get to phone calls, best and worst of the weekend. By the way, the Patriots, who I said would not make the playoffs, are not making the playoffs. Here is Bill Belichick. With this loss, you guys were eliminated from playoff contention, first time since 08. Just wondering your reaction to that. Yeah. Disappointed, but we, we didn't deserve to win today, so. Yeah, pretty much so. And I started to look at Cam Newton's numbers. Because if I'm New England, do I play Jared Stidham the last two games? Do I want to see what I have? Do they know what they have? Do I just ride this out and have Cam Newton as my starting quarterback? In his last 17 starts, so this goes back two years, Cam Newton has thrown in 17 games five touchdown passes, 12 interceptions. He has had almost 500 throws over those 17 games. As Peter King points out in his column today, Aaron Rodgers has had 
477 pass attempts through the same time period. He's thrown 40 touchdowns. Cam's thrown five. And I know coming back from arthroscopic surgery, this was on his rotator cuff. And for those of us who have had rotator cuff surgery, just coming back for a normal life, not trying to fit a football into a small window, is really difficult. And I don't think Cam has come all the way back from COVID. I don't think that you can discount that. But Cam, we're not going to see Cam at 2015. Never going to come close to that. Uh, can he still be a quarterback who starts in the NFL? Is he a quarterback who is going to be a backup quarterback? And I think that's going to be the next step to decide what happens with the Patriots. What direction do they go in? Do they go after a quarterback? Do they keep Cam? Do you give him more money? Is Jared Stidham, is that experience experiment over as well? But the Patriots, and I also thought about this. We have talked about Julian Edelman, Hall of Famer, potential Hall of Famer. I think this is it for Julian Edelman. At age 34, you don't hear his name anymore. And it, his career may end up, do they, they play the Jets on the last game of the, the uh, season, I believe, don't they, McLevin? Like, could you imagine, like, Julian Edelman's career is going to end on a nondescript Sunday afternoon against the New York Jets? Yeah, Paul. And, and the Patriots are the hardest team to predict what they're going to do with the quarterback position. A year ago at this time, we thought Brady would do another year or two. Then we thought they were going to go with Stidham. Then we thought, remember, Andy Dalton might be traded for. That was a hot rumor that they're going after Dalton. And then Cam out of nowhere. And if, if you could predict the starting quarterback week one of the Patriots next year, there's like 10 different names you could throw out there. But also go back to when I told you that the Patriots were interested in Baker Mayfield. They were interested in Tua Tonga-Vailoa. They have thought about this. They, they've explored these other quarterbacks prior to this. Even when they had Brady, Belichick was kicking the tires on a couple of these quarterbacks. And that's why, that's why I'm surprised they didn't do anything. Make a move. Go up in the draft. Because I think they thought if Baker fell, that maybe they could get him. And the fact that they were interested in Tua. Bill is looking at who is the next quarterback and what kind of style are we going to be playing? And I think he thought he may have had that. He, he caught fool's gold with Cam. Hey, he can run past the RPO. We love it. Uh, you know, I'm losing some defensive players, but maybe we could keep it together and still win the East. It didn't happen. Yeah, McLevin. I mean, I know we're not doing excuses, but the opt-outs hurt them probably more than any other team. Isn't this a lost year anyway? Even if Cam had been good. Yeah, but Cam didn't play well. So, yes, my defense had opt-outs. Cam didn't play well. Cam didn't look good. There are guys who look good and they lose. He doesn't look good. Even when they win, he doesn't necessarily look good. He's a he's a running quarterback. And if you put him in the pocket, he does not look comfortable at all. All right. Uh, Let's get a couple of phone calls in here. Let me see. Uh, Barry in Long Island. Hey, Barry. Sorry about your Jets. Uh, good morning, fellas. 5'9", 185. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you know, it, it, only my Jets could go 1-15 and, and not get the first pick. I, I just turned 60. I vaguely remember the uh, 69 uh 
Super Bowl win. And I pretty much resigned myself to, you know, not seeing another Super Bowl in my lifetime. Then this year, a little sliver of light comes through. Maybe, maybe, maybe. No. And Lucy pulls Lucy <laughs> pulls the ball away from Charlie Brown again. Barry, how old are you? Ugh. I'm 60. Well, just eat healthy and exercise, Barry. Maybe you'll see this team make the playoffs in your lifetime, but I would just say let, let's just start a workout regimen, <laughs> eat right, and, and work out, okay? Yeah, uh, well, at least uh... – at least uh, we have Uncle Stevie Cohen buying the Mets. Yeah, good luck I with that too. No, I might get a I might get a World Series before I die. I like how when Merry thank you, Barry. Happy holidays, Merry Christmas. I like when you know the Mets fans go, "Hey, we got a billionaire who bought the team." I go, "Pretty much all these teams are owned by billionaires, and we think they're going to go on a spending spree." Like Steve Cohen, the billionaire who bought the Mets, is just going to go crazy. I don't think so, but he. I mean. Unless you go, man, he's going to spend a ton of money. This is crazy. He's going to be going crazy. He's going to be like a drunk soldier on a week or a sailor on a weekend here. Ah, let's just ah, drinks on me. I don't think that's going to happen. There. Uh, Gus in Los Angeles. Hi, Gus. Welcome back. Good morning, Mr. DP. Uh, best and worst of the weekend is actually the same thing, which was the USC Oregon game. Uh, oh. Best of it is that, you know what, I'm, I'm proud of my boys for, you know, for doing what they did. And, you know, even though they lost, the worst of it is the Pac-12 and the frauds at the NCAA allowing USC to play three games in 12 days. You know, yeah, we were 6-0 and and everything like that. We were the favorites. But I don't care who you are. You play three games in 12 days, you're not winning that third game. And I just don't know how they allowed – that to do it. They took Washington out at the last second. They put, like, what is this, like a UFC fight? We're just replacing people <laughs> at the last second? Yes. Yes, that's the case, Gus, and thanks for the phone call. Absolutely. The NFL does this three games in 12 days. They've done this. But you're asking college kids? By the way, I hope that we learn from 2020 that these college kids are athletes. We love to do student-athlete. They coined that back in the 70s. We bought into that nonsense. Everything that we've asked of these athletes this year, please don't refer to them as student-athletes. They're athletes. These football players, what we've asked them to do, they're athletes. Basketball, too. Like I, I, I never know if a game is actually going to go off as scheduled in college basketball. And if you don't want to call them pro athletes, call them semi-pro. Because what we've asked these kids to do has been remarkable. Because all of these conferences, you know, you got commissioners taking victory laps. And, hey, look at what we did in the SEC. You know who did that? The kids did. They made all this happen. And who would have thought back in March, April, May, that we'd be able to get these games in it hasn't been pretty and hopefully we get some good games here but i hope in 2021 we look back differently and remember what these football players you know these teams went through to get us to this point all right more phone calls coming up what's the poll question mclevin 
Okay, it's a Trevor Lawrence special. If you're Trevor Lawrence, where do you want to play next year? The Jets, the Jags, Clemson, or <laughs> possibly hold out? And it's actually 62% said the Jags. Um, yeah, I don't – you know what? Talking to him the other – last week, I, I, it felt like he's from a small town, and he's, he didn't grow up an NFL fan, and maybe Jacksonville allows him to – be normal-ish. You know, the expectation level, the number of media members there, trust me, he goes to the Jets, he better be great right away because there's no grace period there. Jacksonville, it feels like, going to ease in a little bit here, the expectation level, but the Jets, Jets, you know, that's sky high. They they want a winner, they want a winner now, and uh, they, the expectation level would be extremely high. Yeah, Paulie. I had the guys, uh, the research guys, look at this because is there any way the Jets, if the Jets and the Jaguars finish with the exact same record, is there anything with how the other teams play that changes the strength of schedule? Is there any chance, even if it's like 5%, that the Jets could do nothing and end up getting this pick back? We're looking into it. We're trying to find out how many scenarios there are. Oh, okay. Just from a math standpoint. So both teams lose their final two games. Is there right. anything strength of schedule-wise that would allow the Jets to leapfrog the Jags? Right. We're looking into that right now. It's just a glimmer of hope, hopefully. All right. Uh, we'll talk. Uh, Andy Staples is going to join us. He covers uh, college football for the Athletic on uh, kind of where are we going with uh, the playoff? You know, it, it, are we expanding? Are we just going to keep it as it is? And you're starting to hear some of these coaches who were all in on the BCS and didn't want to go to, you know, four, 14 playoff, who now understand that maybe you have to expand this. It's either expand it or just basically say to all these outliers who aren't in a Power 5 conference, you're not going to play. You might end up ranked sixth in the country. You're not going to play for a national championship. At least tell them instead of, holding out hope, hey, where are we ranked? And then you realize there is no way you're going to leapfrog a Georgia or a Florida or a Texas A&M. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what you do. Undefeated, blow everybody out, doesn't matter. And really, that's what the playoff committee is telling you. Take a break. 22 after the hour here on the Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying flag on the play you've already talked about that but there's just so much more good stuff in this game in monopoly go you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards the more you win together the more awesome prizes you unlock and there's so much more to get you can get unique stickers you could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes there's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with i was always a uh, battleship guy you know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a Battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a Battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a Battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I can eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? Or I don't know, take over a minute to down a two-liter? Well, if you have, then you're going to love Pick 6. It's the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how you play it during the playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they will have more or less of a stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Also, you track your picks, play against others for a shot to win at some big cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now. Use the promo code DPSHOW for a chance to win huge cash prizes. That's code DPSHOW. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick 6 states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. They got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And you got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs, of the Dan Patrick Show. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? All-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of hand-cooked tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com Dan and see their hand-cooked test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. We'll talk to Andy Staples, the college football writer from The Athletic. He'll join us momentarily. This program brought to you by Mercedes-Benz Vans. Whether vans stop short, Mercedes-Benz Vans go far beyond. Pulled in today, big semi outside in the parking lot. 
that's the Mercedes-Benz van that we're giving away on this program. All the details at danpatrick.com. The Mercedes-Benz vans build, equipped, engineered for uh, anything. Got, I mean, it's so tricked out. It's the ultimate tailgate van, and there's even a place for a Traeger grill there as well. Are we going to go for a ride together later or what? Todd, I was reading. I was doing a big okay. promo. Big. I was excited because we were bonding lately. No, we're not. We're not going to do that. I'll give you a tour, though. All right, I'll and, take that. You know, we'll, look, we'll look at it together. Go the extra mile. The all-important first step in an authorized dealership today. All right, here's the scenario. We're wondering if the Jets could somehow catch the Jaguars in strength of schedule tiebreaker over the next two weeks. The Jags are guaranteed to finish with a weaker strength of schedule. The only way the Jets could get back to the number one pick is the Jags win a game. That's it. We were wondering if maybe who do the uh, the Patriots? I know the Jets play the Patriots. It's Browns at Jets and Jets at Patriots for the Jets' last two games, and it's Bears at Jags, Jags at Colts for their last two. Oh, games. okay, all right. So if you're uh, Trevor Lawrence, you probably are breathing a sigh of relief that maybe you get to go to Jacksonville instead of the New York Jets. Andy Staples, kind enough to join us on loan from The Athletic, covering college football. Andy, any problems with the Final Four? Not really, because it was going to be Notre Dame or A&M at four, and you could flip a coin on those two, and I don't think anybody other than the fan bases would have been upset if one or the other had been picked. Uh, Notre Dame makes sense. You can make the case. Hey, look, they beat a team that's in the playoff. Texas A&M had a really good win against Florida, but – they both got blown out by teams that are in the playoffs. So, I mean, it, it was kind of six of one, half dozen of the other. I just would like it to be a better system in general. You know, it, it doesn't need to be four. Should have been eight all along. And every year they keep, you know, showing us why it should be eight. But you know what will happen, Andy? You're going to get some of these teams that get in there and they get blown out because they face Alabama or Clemson in the opening round. And then people that happens are, now. I, I, I know I did. I said that I said Notre Dame gets blown out or A&M gets blown out. We don't have a problem with that. But if boy, if Cincinnati goes in there and gets blown out, that's bad for college football. Yeah, it, it's crazy because so if you had an eight team and this is how they would do it, it would be your five power five champs get in. Your highest ranked group of five champ gets in and then two at largest. So the games you'd have, you'd have Oregon at Alabama. Oh, no, by the way, you, you get the bowls out of there and you actually play them in campus college football stadiums where they're meant to be played. So you'd have Oregon at Alabama, which people will say, OK, why is Oregon in there? They don't deserve it. OK, but from a business perspective, you kept that side of the country engaged the entire season. You gave stakes to the Pac-12 championship game, and if Oregon gets blown out, great. That's Alabama getting a reward for earning the number one seed. You got Cincy at Clemson. Will Clemson kill Cincy? Maybe, but at least we know. And then you have Oklahoma at Ohio State and Texas A&M at Notre Dame. Who is not watching those games? <laughs> I know, I agree, but I don't know I mean, when, it's crazy. when do they expand because they have the, the contract with ESPN. Can they break that contract? I guess all contracts are meant to be broken, but, you know, we're we're stuck with this through, what, 2023? 2026. Oh. And it's it's the deal with the Bulls that's, that's the issue because ESPN would be fine. ESPN 
wants to make the the conferences happy. If the conferences say we want to do an 18 playoff, ESPN will say, great, we'll pay you for that. Because, I mean, they're going to wind up paying about the same amount of money anyway you, you slice it. So they don't care about the packaging. They just care about the product. So if you give them an opportunity to buy the product, they'll buy it. But it's the deal with the Bulls because, you know, you got these middlemen in the Bulls that have been for years hijacking the way college football crowns as national champion. They were pretty useful back in the day. They're completely useless now. There is no need for them to be there. If the school, let's say the Rose Bowl, here's here's a good example because the Rose Bowl has always kind of been what was in the way. And if you went to the Rose Bowl right now and said, hey, we're going to have a, a Big Ten and Pac-12 game in your stadium we're going to kick it off at, at 2 o'clock Eastern time on January 1st. Uh, it's not going to be a playoff game. We're going to play those on campus. Uh, we're not going to give you as much money as we did before. Uh, ESPN is going to give all that money to the conferences. The Rose Bowl would say, well, no, we don't want to do that. And, and they'll say, okay, that's great. We're going to move that game to another stadium, and now you can have $0 and enjoy your monster truck pull on January 1st. <laughs> and the Rose Bowl will be like, okay, we'll take some dollars over $0. That would be wonderful. And now we have the Rose Bowl in Dallas. <laughs> Can we call it the Rose Bowl? I'm not clear on the legality of this. I don't. I don't know if I'm going to get a letter from somebody. <laughs> I know it's. Um, it, you know, we we got caught up in this eye test, and and uh, I I still don't know. I don't have great vision, but you know, the eye test with Ohio State. I, I want them in there in the Final Four, but I can't sit there and go, boy, they passed the eye test. You know who passes the eye test? As strange as this is going to sound, Florida does. If Florida didn't lose to Florida's LSU, does. I mean, that they went toe-to-toe with Alabama. If you said they were going to play again, I'd say absolutely. I'm all in. Yeah. You know, that loss to LSU, I wonder, was there, if, if they didn't lose to LSU, would there be a chance that Florida was in there instead of Notre Dame? It would have been the 2018 discussion all over again. Remember in 2018, Alabama and Georgia played the the really good SEC championship yeah. game where Tua gets hurt, Jalen Hurts comes in. And, and there was the big argument of, do you put Georgia in at number four, even though they just lost to Alabama? I think you would have had that same discussion had Florida not lost to LSU. The, the problem for Florida is, yeah, you just showed you can go toe-to-toe with Alabama, but a week earlier, you, you just showed you can completely <laughs> lay an egg. So, I mean, that, that that's the issue with that one. But yeah, you're, that would have been the dominant conversation Sunday morning. If Florida hadn't lost to LSU is should Florida be number four. You okay with Ohio state just because. Yeah, I am. And and here's the thing. Everybody's like, well, you, you got to punish them, punish the big 10. Cause they only played six games. Yeah. But if you punish the big 10 by punishing Ohio state, that makes no sense. The big 10 played at all because Ohio state and Nebraska and Iowa and those people fought to get a season played in the Big Ten. Ohio State would have loved to have played 10 games. Yeah. They were on the side of the ACC and the SEC and the Big 12 the entire time. So you can't punish them because their league did something stupid. So I'm fine with it. And and look, it was all going to be eye test anyway because we didn't have non-conference games. We didn't get – remember, we are supposed to get Ohio State-Oregon in week two. That would have been amazing. It would have been a great – data point for us to tell okay where's the pac 10 stack up against the big 10 we we don't have any idea this year because we didn't have any non-conference games and so the only only thing we can really say is the sun belt is better than the big 12 because the sun belt went three and zero against the big 12 army is not going to a bowl game their head coach is going to join us top of the hour so to explain this to me that 
Army, what are they, 8-2? and two? Not going yep. to a bowl game. So basically, they were going to the Independence Bowl, and that was set up, and the Independence Bowl had to cancel its game because it can't get another team into the game. Uh, there have been too many opt-outs, and so the Independence Bowl does not have an opponent for them, and all the other bowls, because they're contractually tied to, to different conferences, had to fill through the different conferences that they're contractually tied to. And it's a great injustice because Army deserves to be there. You know, you've got a two-win South Carolina playing in a bowl and Army's not playing in a bowl. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And it's interesting because Army's former commandant is the president of South Carolina. You'd think he'd say, <laughs> look, out of respect, we're going to stay home and you guys go play in the bowl game. And I, I you know, you don't want anybody to have any issues with COVID-19, but if somebody does, and it seems like given the number of teams that are playing in bowls, there's a chance somebody does. Let's throw Army in there if somebody has to back out. Let, let them play in a bowl game. They've earned it. Yeah, and that's why I go back to this when people say, oh, you know, these uh, schools that aren't in the Power Five conferences, you know, they wouldn't be able to go toe-to-toe with these uh, schools that are. And I go, let me take you back to Army on the road against Oklahoma and Kyler Murray and went into overtime. Oh. So it's it's one game, and maybe there's a blowout, but you tell me Oklahoma came out of that game going, man, we're so much better than Army. No, and, and Army took Michigan to the limit the following year. Look, Army's a good team. There's no reason Army shouldn't be in a bowl game. And I, this is another one of my issues with the bowl system in general. Again, you don't need these middlemen. Like ESPN owns and operates 17 bowls now. You got the Myrtle Beach Bowl coming on later today. Conway, South Carolina on the surf turf at Coastal Carolina. Those bowls have no middlemen. ESPN puts it on, the teams show up, and you're good to go. And that's the way they could do it throughout college football if they wanted to. And just set up the best matchups you can instead of having, well, we got to have Big Ten number three versus SEC number four. Don't do that. If anything, this season taught us that things might be better if you schedule a little more on the fly anyway. And that Coastal Carolina BYU yeah. game was set up on two days' notice. It was probably the best game of the season. So why not have it where the leagues get together with ESPN and say, we're going to create 39 postseason games. and But we're not going to set them up by conference or anything like that. We're just going to match them up for the best possible matchups, the best television matchups, the most deserving teams get the best games, and that's how you do it. Everybody would be would be fine with that. Viewers would love it. And you don't give money to people who don't do anything. Andy, you're making way ESPN too much gets sense. Product. Andy, you're making way too much I know, sense. I know. You got to stop. You got to stop with this. <laughs> because you know what? It's just, In 365 days, Andy, we're probably having this same conversation. Oh, 100%. And probably more so and more frustrated because they will have gone back to all of the old ways of doing things. It will be, we must schedule non-conference games 12 years in advance because that is what we do. We must do that. But you don't have to do that. If this year taught us anything, you don't have to do any of the things that you thought you had to do. So think about it. If you're gonna, if you're gonna press the reset button, now would be a great time. It's great to talk to you as always. We appreciate your insights. Uh... Merry Christmas, happy holidays to you, Andy, and thank you for joining us. Thank you, Dan. That's Andy Staples. Andy uh, works for The Athletic. Andy made too much sense. You know, he's got to stop that because uh, the college football people are going to be angry at him. Stop making sense there. Isn't that a talking heads song? Yeah. Stop making sense? Yes, McLovin. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't really get it, what they're going to do here. So are they going to eight, Dan? Are you pushing this like you did before? I just want to know how they get to the eight. Like, I, I don't know the formula to get there. If it's the same people doing the same things, are they going to script this in a way that you're going to still keep some of these teams out of it? That's the thing that I – and Andy brings up a great point. If ESPN owns all these bowl games, why doesn't ESPN say – we're going to create a TV show with all of these games. Here's the best matchups. And you're going to do it that it's, you know, these are warranted that, you know, valid matchups here. And you're going to do it where you don't have to worry about any of these middlemen who want their money to be able to keep the quote unquote integrity and pageantry of all these bowl games. I mean, if, if ESPN wants to do it, they can do it. And, but you got to change the system. You got to be willing to change the system. And I don't know if they are, but you could. And that would be fascinating because ESPN, they need these bowl games. They need the programming. And if you could create some kind of elimination, or even if you said, you know, you're going to be in a bowl game, but you're not going to be playing for a national championship, but you're going to be playing in a marquee bowl game, or you're going to be playing in a, you know, your school's going to make money. Whatever it is that you could do something like that, at least be fair to these schools. But you can't go in there and say, hey, dream. Dream of the big upset or playing for a championship. You're not even allowing them to dream. They do, but they, they should know better. Say that to Cincinnati today. Hey, you guys, dream. And look, I've watched Cincinnati. I watched them from the start of the season to the game against Tulsa. They're very, it's a very good team. Cincinnati has no pedigree. There's no grand tradition here. It's a basketball school. That hurt Cincinnati. But Cincinnati, very, very good team offensively and defensively. It's a, it's a well-coached team. You know, uh, do they get blown out? Maybe they do. But so did A&M. Notre Dame, It happens. But that doesn't mean they shouldn't get the opportunity because, well, you're going to get blown out. Well, if that's the case, how about we just have Alabama play Clemson? We'll take a break. More phone calls coming up. We'll give you our best and worst of the weekend. And the Army head coach will join us coming up top of the hour. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. 
Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. I want to thank our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. Panini America has everything you need. A premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL and NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. If you're looking for rookie sensations, they've got that. How about timeless legends? They've got that. Panini America also breaking new ground on NIL, featuring the biggest names, Caitlin Clark's in there, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and so many more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net. Some of the first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands. they got Prism, Select, Donruss, and so many more. And... You got Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen, such as Draft Night Instance. Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Dan Patrick Show. You've probably put this off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has the tires that will elevate your game. Touring tires for commuting comfort. How about performance tires for sporty handling? all-terrain if you're going on and off-road adventuring. Go to TireRack.com and get started. You're not sure where to begin? I suggest the easy-to-use tire decision guide. Get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how and what and where you drive. Choose from the full lineup of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They bring the tires to your home or office and install them on site. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. You can see their general tire test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to keep an eye out for the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Searching for a job can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, nobody's on the other end, applications that vanish. It's time to find a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals, the local jobs expert that you can trust. They never charge a fee when they help you with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com, find the office nearest to you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with the help of Express Employment Professionals. And Express helps you find all kinds of jobs. Manufacturing to logistics, customer service, accounting, and so many more. Getting an interview with Express can be as easy as a phone call. And with just one application, Express Employment Professionals will have you in the running for numerous opportunities in your community. Make your job search easier. Let the professionals help at Express Pros. Express Employment Professionals, it's your one connection for getting a job. Visit ExpressPros.com today, and good luck. Lace up your boots. The Duttons are back. Yellowstone Season 3, starring Kevin Costner, streaming now. You'll love it. I went through all three seasons. Whether you're a newcomer to the ranch or a season pro, you don't want to miss the epic season stream all three, uh, three seasons now on Peacock. 
By the way, if you guys haven't heard Aqib Tlaib do a game as an analyst yet, <laughs> you're in for a treat. He did the Eagles and the Cardinals, the former defensive back. He's not polished, but he is entertaining. And, you know, sometimes you'll go, boy, it feels like I'm watching the game with that person in my living room. You know, there's certain analysts that make you feel like they're right there with you. Aqib Tlaib, it feels like we're watching the game with him because he'll say some things. They're funny. Um, grammatically, not always correct. But I really enjoyed listening to him. Yeah, Paul. Romo started out that way. I mean, Ross Tucker, you listen to him. I know he's on college games, but he's non-traditional. Tlaib is getting attention. This is different. This isn't Tony Romo. This isn't Ross Tucker. This isn't Chris Collinsworth. This is different. <laughs> and he had fun yesterday. It feels like he just gives you whatever is on his mind. And uh, in the moment, I enjoyed it. I really did. Tom in New York City. Tom, thanks for holding. Best and worst of the weekend. Oh, best of the week, baby, is my J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 getting the win, getting the win, and sticking it to all my uh, pro tankers out there in New York lane. Okay. Um, by the way, Makai Becton, thanks for the phone call, Tom. He is the uh, Jets offensive lineman, and he had this to say after the win over the Rams. What do you say to the fans who wanted you guys for that number one pick to keep on losing? What do you say to fans? Now, he ain't really a fan if he wants to win, honestly. I mean, I mean that in the nicest way possible. I don't mean that in a in a disrespectful way, but I mean if you if you didn't if you wanted us to lose, you're not a real fan, honestly. We we don't work too hard to just go out there and just take a loss every week. I'm not gonna argue with him as big as he is. Uh you know, he runs comparisons to Jonathan Ogden, a Hall of Famer, and uh they ran behind him yesterday, made some big plays behind him. Let's go around the room. Uh, best and worst of the weekend. My new best friend, Todd Fritz, here in the Man Cave. Hi, Todd. How you doing? Great, Todd. Okay, best and worst of the weekend. My best. I'm giving co-best to Ohio State running back Trey Sermon. Two touchdowns, 330. Go ahead. Give the mock headlines on uh, Trey Sermon. Okay. Yes, Sermon. Trey makes mm -hmm. Ohio State shoe in for playoff, like the horseshoe. Don't do that. Oh, don't explain it. Don't explain uh, it. Preach on. Trey provides Sermon in rushing. Sermon runs Wildcats over Trey 100 yards. I like the Trey 100 yards. What the Buckeye? Can anyone tackle that guy? Eight is more than enough to beat Northwestern. Yeah. Have a Ryan Day, Trey. <laughs> and standing pat is Fitzgerald heading to NFL. That's my worst of the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, do you have a worst of the weekend? I, I was doing my co-best. Oh, I'll, I'll, co I'll go real fast. So Trey Sermon, two touchdowns, 331 rushing yards versus Northwestern. Alabama's Najee Harris, five TDs, 178 on the ground, two TDs coupled with three receiving touchdowns. Worst, Kentucky basketball loses 75-63 to the Tar Heels. First time a John Calipari coach Wildcats team has lost five in a row. One in five, only win against Moorhead State. School's worst start in almost a century, 1926. McLovin. I'm going two best. Uh, I want to start with Larry Fitzgerald and DeAndre Hopkins, both with great plays for the Cardinals. Larry Fitzgerald's awesome. And my second best is Andy Dalton is leading my Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, I said it as a lifelong Eagles fan. The Red Rifle, and you're on that bandwagon too, Dan Patrick. Yes, I am, but I'm not playoffs. an Eagles fan. Do you think they can do it? Yes. Uh, Seton O'Connor. My best of the weekend. Yesterday you had Des Bryant, Antonio Brown, Frank Gore, Larry Fitzgerald, and Le'Veon Bell all score touchdowns, uh, which as Rich Eisen had put it, uh, that his 2016 fantasy football team had a monster day. 
<laughs> kind of fun seeing all those dudes get in the end zone, though. Yep. Um, and my worst of the weekend, the Buccaneers comeback over the Falcons is just cruel. That is just Tom Brady. You can't do that. That's you not. Can't, do you think what? that he just said, oh, "I got how many am I going to spot him? How about 17? Like before the game when they're warming up, they're like, you know, it'd be fun. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Matt, I'm giving you 17 this time. Let's see what you can do with it. Mean-spirited. Paulie, best and worst. Dan, your San Jose State Spartans quarterback Nick Starkle put up 453 and three touchdowns as San Jose State wins the uh, Mountain West Championship over Boise. And then uh, Buffalo Bull, sorry, Dan. Boise, the Ball State Cardinals, 38-28 to win the MAC. I'm only giving this one a shout-out because Ball State wide receiver, Johannes Tyler, 91 yards and a touchdown. His name is Johannes, like yo apostrophe Hines. Anyway, and get that on the air, I'm getting on the air. Yeah, I watched that game, and uh, you know they were they were given all the stars, and then they went to a like a wide receiver warming up, and he said his name is Yo Yo Johannes, and I went what what Johannes, what's up, Johannes Tyler. He played well. He's a good he's a good wide receiver. All right, final hour coming up. We'll check in with Army. Why is Army not playing in a bowl game? They're eight and two. We'll talk to their coach. Um eight seven seven three DP show. Email address DP at danpatrick.com. Also watch some NBA. Preseason NBA. Got some thoughts about that. Season tipping off on Wednesday. We're back after this final hour. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff, are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. 